Art is too important not to share. Welcome to the Allie and Callie Artcast. Hi, I'm Allie. And I'm Callie. And we're with the Coeur Arts and Culture Alliance here with another amazing Artcast. Hello, hello everyone. How are you, Callie? I am well. How are you, Allie? I'm doing fine. Hey, I hear there's some news from your uh, family. <gasps> yes, I'm a grandma. <laughs> Yay! Little Hendrix Boyd Ward was oh. born last week. Oh my gosh. And oh my god, he's so sweet. That's so great. Yep, and the parents are doing well. Mom Yay. is doing well. They're adjusting to new baby life wow. and I'm thrilled easily adjusting to grandmahood. <laughs> <laughs> I've had grandma brain. Yeah. Yeah. Seriously, I've been I've been stuck a lot because I I'm I'm in awe of this new little being. So cute. Mm-hmm. Well, well, I'm a little jealous, but it's okay. Your my, time is coming. It's coming. My daughter is actually graduating from college uh, this week, so uh, that's my big news. That's big news. So she gets her BS in nursing, and um, she's going to join the ranks of the medical profession that we are all just loving right now. It's so funny. She said. Yeah, I have just got two more exams and one more assignment. I said, well, and then you're done forever. And she goes, well, I might go back and I'm like, get my (laughs) master's. And I'm like, oh, my God. (laughs) Oh, well, that would be good for her. I know. She is just a diehard. She just works so hard. And I'm just really proud of her. And uh, as you should. Yeah. So so we're really excited about it. Yay. It was a good family stuff going Mm -hmm. on for both of us. Yay. So now. So today. You know what today is? Is it Art Walk? It is Art Walk, May's Art Walk. It's going to be a beautiful day. It is. It's gorgeous weather. Yeah. I'm very excited. And I hear the best news is Emerge is back. Yes, Emerge is reopening in their new location at at 119 uh, North 2nd Street. Right. And um, what's their exhibit? They've got a new exhibit going. The exhibit is uh, Impressions on Mud and Paper, featuring the works of Maya Rumsey and Ronaldo Jill Zambrano. I Ooh. hope I said that right. I don't know if I did, but it looks really cool. And there's going to be art, music, drinks. I mean, they're going to have uh, tours of their new studio yeah, spaces, too. It's going to have ceramic and printmaking works. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just, just really glad that they, they came survived. back, you yeah. know, after the fire. Was that last year or was that the year before? That was last year because it happened just before we did Mardi Gras last year. That's right. So that was yep. in January so or it's right been, before. It's yeah. been a little over a year since they've been open. But they've been offering classes they, right. they were very fortunate to work with um, the Human Rights Education Institute as a temporary space. Mm-hmm. And I think they had another uh, maybe one or two temporary spaces going right? Um, just to keep the doors open. But now they have um, the old Frame of Mind building on the corner of Second and Lakeside. Right. Right across the street from the Coeur d'Alene Press. This should be really fun because I Thanks. think their gallery space is going to be really nice. And they've got classes, and it's going to be really great. You should check mm-hmm. out their website. Yeah. I checked out their website, and I learned a new word today. What is that new word? Pedagogy. Pedagogy. And what Pedagogy. does that mean? It means the theory and practice of learning. And we we just learned pedagogy. So we, we are... <laughs> 
just absolutely enamored with this new word, pedagogy. So we're going to try to drop that word as much as we can and say it correctly. <laughs> Callie had to correct me. I thought it was pedagogy. Uh, it just doesn't sound right. It doesn't sound right. So I'm glad, I'm glad we fixed that. See, it, you're never too old to learn a, a new word. Right. So brought to you by Callie and Allie. <laughs> We have um, we have some great guests. We do. I'm so looking forward to meeting Holly, Holly, and of course, <laughs> Jan. Jan. Jan Palant. Yes, he's so. quite the character. Yes. So let's get to it. Let's do it. All right. Hello from Tubbs Coffee Roasters. Founded on simple pleasures but defined by a complex process, Tubbs Coffee Roasters is a unique addition to the local coffee scene, offering crafted house blends and single origin whole bean coffees of exotic varietals and unique processing methods. We invite you to visit our website, TubbsCoffeeRoasters.com, for our latest roast selections, current relevant operational information, and links to our social media, Tubbs Coffee Roasters, globally sourced, locally roasted. Today we are excited to be talking to Jan Pallant and Holly Blanchette of the Coeur d'Alene Symphony. Yes, we're very excited. Jan Pallant is a native of the Czech Republic and has been the conductor, or shall we say maestro? We'll maestro? Have to, uh, we'll have to ask right? what he prefers. Um, with the CDA Symphony since 2000, no, 2018. That sounds funny. Does 2018. It? I don't know why that sounds funny. And Holly Blanchett is a native of Coeur d'Alene and has her doctorate, Dr. Holly Blanchett, in musical arts with a minor in music history, and she plays the oboe. Welcome. Welcome, and thank you so much for being here. We're happy <laughs> to have you. Yes, very excited. So Jan, Thank I'm you. really, really interested in your experience in the Czech Republic, a little bit about your background with, um, you know, just that life there, and then how you came here. Thank you for having us. It's honor for us, uh, for Dr. Holly Blanchett and myself to be here. Yes, Czech Republic, Prague, is, this is the place where I was born and partly raised uh, before I moved to Japan for a while. Oh, It's a very cultural place, Prague, Czech Republic, a lot of history, a lot of great orchestras, a lot of great music schools. And uh, I did get opportunities to work and study uh, at the Prague Conservatory and the Prague Academy for a while and uh, work with the Prague Orchestras, Czech National Prague Symphony and a couple other orchestras around. It was a fantastic experience. And uh, then nine years ago, I got a chance to move to the United States and to start a new new life, I would say, and mm -hmm. got great other opportunities. And uh, I, I can't say how grateful I am to be here in this wonderful country called the United States. And well, we're glad you're then, here. And then mm -hmm. got this opportunity with the Coraline Symphony. Mm -hmm. You started out in Lexington, Kentucky. Yes, this was uh, uh, my second destination in the United States. I came to get degrees over there, and I started with my colleagues' uh, orchestra called Lexington Chamber Orchestra. It mm -hmm. was six years ago, and we started from zero, from nothing, and in four years, uh, this festival, this orchestra got uh, merged with the Prestige Chamber Music Festival of Lexington, led by the concertmaster mm -hmm. of the Philadelphia Orchestra and LA Philharmonic. It was, it's an amazing experience, and 
I was just so uh, lucky to to get these first steps as a, I would say music director and then uh, I'm mm-hmm. here in this wonderful town Cordovin with this amazing orchestra. Right, I need to ask my aunt if she ever went to hear you cuz my my uh, uncle and aunt and their whole family live in Lexington. I see. So I, I see. think that's the really fun. There's that little connection. The bullrace and horse race. I see. Right. That's yes. Amazing. <laughs> Small <laughs> world. Right. Yeah, does she like the place? Is she She's been, they have been there my whole life. I so see, I, I see. think I'm not not totally positive if she grew up there, but um my uh, my uncle who was my dad's brother, I they see. all grew up in Virginia and somehow they ended up Close in Kentucky by. and they stayed, so they clearly love it there. I mm-hmm. see. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. Yeah. So what brought you to Coeur d'Alene? Was it the fact that they had a job opening? When I was in my last year at University of Kentucky, finishing my uh, my degree, I applied for the position, uh, for the artistic director position of the Cordelin Symphony. To be honest, I've never heard about this wonderful city, <laughs> and I was not able to pronounce correctly. And, uh, and, very, uh, very few are. Very yeah. few, yes. And uh, when I got a chance to come to the final round and to to just learn about this wonderful community. I felt like this was the place I was waiting for the whole of my life. And so basically it was applying for the job position that, that the dream came to. Mm-hmm. So this was the way how I learned about this. Completely. That's great. Yeah. And did you study conducting when you were in school? I was studying conducting uh, first in Prague, then in Brussels, then in Carnegie Mellon in Pittsburgh, mm-hmm. and then in Lexington. Uh, I think conducting, uh, it's hard to say how much uh, one should be really learning conducting. It, I think it has to be, as other music instrument performances, to be born uh, with, this, with this. Of course, the skills, the technique should be learned. But yes, right. I, was, I, was, uh, I was lucky enough to attend a few wonderful music schools to, to have the ability. But the best way how to learn is, of course, to stand in front of the, in front of the orchestra and mm-hmm. uh, to just work with the with the orchestra. I had chance to conduct uh, more than 30 uh, professional orchestras around oh, the world. That's so and cool. then, then, uh, then I'm, I'm trying to do my best to imply all the things to, to mm-hmm. our wonderful Cordelin Symphony. I had an opportunity um, years ago when uh, the s- festival at Sandpoint, yeah. they used to put on the Schweitzer Institute and Barry Schuler, not Barry Schuler, uh, mm. um, Gunther Schuler. He was a world renowned conductor, conductor and see. he would do conducting classes and these um, students would come from all over the world to to study I see, to with study him for a while and him, we sure. got there was a group of us that got to go and witness the class and then during the festival they had a special concert that was just for all those conducting students to come in and experience right because our what we were told was that it's very rare for a student to have the opportunity exactly exactly so it sounds like you had some great opportunities thank you especially for younger conductors they have so many skills so many excitement but the orchestra is not there so how to Mm -hmm. how to learn it's not easy definitely Mm -hmm. Uh, however when there is excitement and passion as any in any other music areas i think this is the way how to how to how to get super crazy in a good way about 
<laughs> being being conductors. Who? Yeah, but exactly, this masterclass is the best way also how to experience the one-time mm-hmm. summer experience with great conductors. So when did your passion for classical music begin? I and see. what instrument yeah. do you play? Mm-hmm. Thank you for asking. So my parents uh, are professional musicians. Ah. Uh, my mother is pianist. My father was concertmaster in Japan, uh, Portugal, and South Africa. And basically, um, it was in the family since the childhood. Mm-hmm. The, but I wasn't recommended to be professional musicians, if I can be honest. You uh, were really? I wasn't recommended. Oh, I was very, no. I was very stubborn. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> Yeah, oh. it, the parents they know they knew how hard it is to be really a professional musician to mm-hmm. make a living. At the same time, they saw talent and this stubbornness in a good way. So finally, they supported me, and mm-hmm. uh, I was very mm-hmm. grateful for it. My instrument is viola, That's right. viola, and a little bit of piano. And uh, basically, when I was 16, 17, I held it, baton first time, and I just could not live without without mm-hmm. that. Wow. Prague, Czech Republic is a good place to get, I would say, education and to learn about the classical music. Um, and um, yeah, I'm grateful to be now here in this in this country yeah. because this is the land of opportunities, I would say. And uh, that's what we hear. I think, yeah. I think uh, <laughs> yes. So conducting, uh, it's still sometimes hard, at least for me, to say what is it exactly to be conductor. Conductor is waving with the baton, and in fact, I will tell something. The orchestra, they are able to play without conductor. They are able to play without conductor. That doesn't mean that the conductor is not necessary. It's like a horse. Horse can run itself, but mm-hmm. if right. the horse has hopefully good jockey, the horse can run even faster. So, so many secrets I just could not learn. I just could not wait to every day learn about all these secrets. And uh, it's like any in any other subjects, we are learning how to play fantastically the sound on oboe on clarinet on bassoon mm-hmm. the conducting is also more about how to be listening to musician how to be interacting how to be reacting so many many secrets i love mm-hmm. it i love it that's yeah. awesome <laughs> who yeah. is um just curious who what what is your favorite or who is your favorite composer what is yeah. your favorite symphony? What I mean, I I grew up with classical music. Mm-hmm. I was I played flute. I was a flautist. I see. For <laughs> many years, but I I was only second chair. Never made it to first chair, because I did too much theater and too much singing, and I didn't have the devotion to just my flute. But um, I you know I grew up with like Peter and the Wolf. I listened to Tchaikovsky and Beethoven and Chopin, and yeah. my dad was a classical pianist, mm-hmm. and uh, he started playing when he was four. And I tried to play piano, and my hands are just—I don't have the 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 what do you want to call that the 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 range. <laughs> yeah, my hands are too small. I just don't have it. But um, so what? Tell me what what do you like? Uh, well, I'm impressed about the story that you have so many experiences. <laughs> yeah, well, I like composer, uh, the one I'm particularly working with. I'm just conducting. And I would say there is only good and bad music. I don't think there is only classical music. I definitely feel like mm-hmm. uh, we have great composers in other eras as well. Um, but sure, I can let me mention a couple of composers I really enjoy, uh, especially. Uh, it's. Um, let me start from Anton Bruckner, the Austrian composer, Dvořák, uh, Czech yeah. composer, Janáček, uh, Bernstein, Gernstein, I love uh, these composers. Yes. Oh, Gershwin, And yes. Steve Reich, contemporary composers. Uh, of course, Mozart coming back to the mm-hmm. 18th century. We can start from Bach. 
All these composers, I think, were really so unique and uh, they really knew exactly where the notes have to be put. There's so many f philosophy and, and uh, depth into that music. Beethoven, of course, Tchaikovsky, so much emotion over there, and uh, Stravinsky. I would just mention, you, yeah. yeah, but I would say, I would say, um, I like orchestra pieces where one can hear organ sound, where the voices are unified. Mm -hmm. Not necessarily the biggest orchestras, uh, although uh, I would, I like to combine all kind of music instruments together to make it sound like one sound. We have oboe, trumpet, bassoon, violin, viola, to make sure that all these different beautiful colors are combined together like sounding one same, like a chamber music making. Mm -hmm. uh, but I'm talking too much. I would say I would say Bruckner and, and, and Austrian composers, I would start from there. But again, mm -hmm. I would love any composer I have opportunity to work with. And as far as I like the score, sometimes I had some strange situation that the composers, uh, no matter how great persons they were, I just could not necessarily understand what the message is mm -hmm, in the score. So mm -hmm. I wouldn't always conduct every score. I, I, I just wanted to make sure that there is enough message for the audience, for the orchestra. So, mm -hmm. uh, but generally, any, any piece, any score that I have chance to work with is my mm -hmm. favorite at that point. Good. Yeah. You know, we got to be um, at the upbeat breakfast in October when yes. you spoke mm -hmm. um, to everybody about um, music and how important music is in our lives. Can you talk a little bit about that again? Because I thought that was really inspiring. Yes, I'm sure Holly, Holly will say fantastic things. Mm -hmm. Well, I would just uh, start music. Uh, yes, music, in my opinion, can uh, change people's life. Mm -hmm. Maybe in, in, even in a negative way it can happen, but hopefully always in a positive way. Uh, it's um, something that expresses human beings' emotions. Sometimes if we feel sadness, happiness, it's sometimes hard to explain in the words, I would say. And mm -hmm. the music through our bodies, through our music making, can really give the message to the audience. And uh, even if we just listen to recordings or just wonderful concerts, it can change uh, forever our lives uh, eventually. Mm -hmm. I had some experiences myself as an audience member when I went to uh, several uh, concerts, Czech Philharmonic and another great American orchestra, Chicago Symphony and many others. I was just there and I, when the conductor was really good and the musicians were on the same page, yes, something transcendental can happen. It mm -hmm. can happen and that's fantastic. That's it fantastic. Is. It's Love something it. that cannot be explained in the words, um, nothing to do with money, to be honest. Music cannot be make done for money of course we need to pay the bills of course but i get it you have yeah, to love yeah, it exactly, and exactly, i know exactly, i do yeah, understand yeah, that yeah, so this is and i think all of us that are involved in the arts get to experience you know that same exactly feeling. none of us are doing it for money let me tell exactly. you <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Looking to sell or seeking that dream home? Nancy White of Coeur d'Alene Portfolio Real Estate is not your average real estate agent. Known as the real estate queen, Nancy has consistently garnered awards and accolades in sales production, education and leadership while continuing to volunteer locally. And she is an avid supporter of our local arts community. Coeur d'Alene Portfolio Real Estate promises local real estate expertise plus concierge level service. Call Nancy today at 208-818-1126.
Well, Holly, you have a very impressive background in music. Yes, you do. And uh, we're really impressed about, well, first of all, you're a native from Coeur d'Alene. Yes, oh, yes. So <laughs> tell us a little bit about yourself and your background. Okay, yeah. So I was born uh, in the, well, in Coeur d'Alene, Idaho, in the Big Blue Hospital the at the time. Blue. Yes, <laughs> it's like not so blue now, but a little health. But I still remember it, you know, and just kind of, being excited that, oh, okay, that's where I was born. Like, I was probably like, that was my place. That's where I came alive. And just <laughs> great things with that. But, um, but yeah, born and raised here. Went to uh, Dalton Elementary, Canfield Middle School, Coeur d'Alene High School. Uh-huh. Um, go Vikings. You know? oh, <laughs> Woohoo! <laughs> yeah. Coeur d'Alene she, High School. She dings when we say a business or a place oh, in town. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> and I, I bleed it. blue. Yeah. Yes! And yes. there you go. Go, yes. Fight bikes, fight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I um you know, I grew up in this area and we didn't have really a lot of opportunities like I saw when I went to the East Coast in terms of musical offerings. So mm-hmm. like an orchestra, we don't have that in high school. You know, we, we do have a string orchestra, we have a wind ensemble, but there was no symphony orchestra. Mm-hmm. Um and so, you know, growing up and everything, like my first experience with that was the Coeur d'Alene Symphony. Oh, I was invited wow. to play with them as a wow. sophomore in high school um, as an oboe sub. And I, after that moment, I'm like, I got to do this for the rest of my life. Wow. This, wow. Yes. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. So I just, I kind of went through that, had that experience and knew, I'm like, music has to be a part of my life. It, it just, no ifs, ands, or buts about it. Mm-hmm. And especially with the oboe, you know, I found that in a closet uh, at Canfield Middle School. I was like, what's this crazy looking thing? I want to learn it. And then it just, <laughs> it stuck with me and I regret it every and day. I, <laughs> I will say I, I played oboe because I wanted to be the oboe player because yes. I thought this is the coolest instrument. And I was a little like, okay, flute. Yeah. Yeah. Flute is great. You know, but I was getting bored and I thought I'm going to learn the oboe. <laughs> I did that for about two weeks, and I went, you know what? I think the flute is great for me. Yes. Uh, it is so hard to play. It takes a lot of skill, and uh, any I am impressed by any oboe player because it's that, that double read, and it's just... It's and it's a beautiful sound. Mm-hmm. It really it's is. Unlike yeah. anything else, it's it's beautiful. So yeah. Well, and I the the reason why I say I regret it, I don't really regret it, but no. like half joking is <laughs> you know being an oboist means you have to be chained to the reed desk. Like you you live or you die by your oboe reed, mm-hmm. and we don't get to just plug it in like, like a yeah. brass player, you know, or even with flute. And yeah, I just, yeah, so it put it together and play exactly. <laughs> And it's kind of like a golf shot where you have that perfect golf shot that keeps you coming back. But for the most part, like your golf game's kind of eh. like that's how I feel with the oboe. It's like I get that one read that's like, OK, I'll keep going. But other than that, yeah. uh, oftentimes I'm like, oh, oh. why? Why did wow. I choose this? <laughs> Could have been so much easier. Exactly. Exactly. Oh, so you yeah. went to you started at the University of Idaho, but then you started going all over. Yeah. Yeah. I actually I. For my master's degree, I got a full ride to go to the University of Washington. But, yeah, I had looked into exploring the East Coast and just talking with different teachers that I had met um, throughout my high school journey and whatnot and undergrad a little bit, realized, you know what? I think the seriousness is over on the East Coast. No offense to West Coast, but, like, especially Mm -hmm. just for oboe, the American School of Playing was established with the Philadelphia Orchestra with Marcel Tabuteau. Mm-hmm. And so I knew I needed to get over that direction if I wanted to be a serious oboist. So I took a position, or well, 
yeah, there was no position, I guess. I went to school at the University of North Carolina, Greensboro, paying out of my pocket. My dad helped me with that. Mm -hmm. But it was the best investment, you know, I think he ever made. And then I went to um, Georgia on a full ride uh, for my doctoral degree. So that that helped. And I studied with a man that studied with Richard Woodhams. And just like that lineage was there finally to get back to the American school of playing Mm -hmm. and everything. And I just being able to have that foundation and Mm -hmm. then coming back here now to try and like enrich all the little oboes that I teach. Right. It was just phenomenal. It was so (laughs) worth it. You know, it was scary. Awesome. My mother went to uh, Greensboro. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. She was, she's an artist. um, So her focus was on art. And then she ended up going to, uh, the University of Ohio, or no, Ohio State. But um, she took me to Greensboro once because she wanted me to go to school there. Yeah. And, uh, I was a little rebellious. So <laughs> <laughs> no Spartan it. life for you. No. <laughs> I grew up in Virginia, so. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway. And you, um, you teach now? Yes, yeah. So I teach privately. Mm-hmm. I teach collegiately okay. um, right now just as that's kind of my side hobby. I really mm-hmm. do it pretty much because it's so much fun. Like I, I definitely don't do it for the pay. I do it because right. I love having students say, like have those aha moments, whether it's with oboe or just with themselves of saying, oh, I did that. Right. So, yes. <laughs> but amazingly, you took this job with the Coeur d'Alene Symphony. I, know. I what did. Made you wanna, <laughs> what made you want to go from... <laughs> musician and instructor to executive director that's like a whole nother level well you know what they say about oboists we're kind of neurotic and we want total control so <laughs> that's just <laughs> just kidding i no. did not know that but wait a minute let me oh. think about that <laughs> maybe so <laughs> yeah no actually it came about um i was interviewing for their office manager position because they've had that open since last mm-hmm. summer right mm-hmm. um and i interviewed for it thinking you know i played with them before i'd love to just help out office part-time and then I got a call the next day and they said you know what we have something better for you what do you think about becoming our next executive director oh wow so, that is really impressive yes that is exciting <laughs> so what is the future of Coeur d'Alene Symphony after COVID yeah what do we yes. got going yeah, what do we got going on well yeah we we are bringing everybody back Yay! so that's, that's priority number one I can hardly yeah wait. I just we're going at it slowly right now just because we're not still for the reopening stage back right. in, you know, stage four yet. Right. So right now we've got to kind of ease into things a little bit. But my plan is for us to have our full entire orchestra back on stage at NIC in December, like every member, so that we've just mm. – it's going to be so emotional, not only with the holidays. I'm going to be there. But oh, that, yeah. I'll be there so. too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. So. Exciting. Yeah, so we're just we're planning, you know, resuming the season that we were supposed to have originally for this year. Yes, right. Um, so we'll continue on with that repertoire from December on. We're doing mm-hmm. a smaller. I challenged John, and he rose to the occasion okay. to to give us this kind of half um, half size reduced orchestra, uh, basically for our August summer performances mm-hmm. to October and our gala at that time. So mm-hmm. um, it's it'll be great. It'll be a different energy, a little bit more than what we've had with the smaller chamber. Um, ensembles for the concerts this year mm-hmm. and everything but again like I just kind of want to fast forward to December I know yeah. you probably do like give me my well, I'm gonna fast forward to <laughs> August when you guys are playing for Riverstone um, we're gonna have the uh, almost the whole symphony for um, August Riverstone 21st on August 20 Saturday our special Saturday concert Don't and that's gonna it. be exciting that's a free concert it is a free concert 
And we will have a cover Thank on the stage. Thank you for support. We appreciate yes. it. Yes. Of course. Yes. <laughs> That's 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. Right. And the Weddell twins will be opening. Oh, lovely. Yeah, They're they, wonderful. They're so cute. So we're really excited for that. Yep. And what else? What so, else? Um, Jan, you're, you're staying, I'm assuming, in Coeur d'Alene. You're making Coeur d'Alene your home since you got married here. and. I'm living in Cordelines yes. yeah. uh, since my first day I, I moved here, so it's almost three years now. Mm-hmm. And uh, I do also teach a little bit in okay. uh, mm-hmm. Cordelines, and uh, and yeah, I used to do a lot of not a lot of, but some guest conductings as well so, until the COVID nineteen started. Right. So I'm planning to be back with small guest conduct. However. Yes, I want to spend most of my time here in Cordelline, and uh, I do live here, and uh, I'm also uh, trying to be involved in the music education um, areas, mm-hmm. uh, to watch the talents, and uh, and to make sure that our Cordelline Symphony is uh, artistically uh, still developing and, and growing up. It's a right. fantastic orchestra. It's uh, it's going up, I would say, for in all aspects. We have wonderful executive director and uh, a lot of plans. So um, mm-hmm. thank you again for your support. Good, yes. yeah, of course. Great community also, great community. Yes. And you've been doing a little bit of um, at least playing for uh, the music conservatory. I am teaching. I'm teaching okay. a few students over there. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Uh, maybe they would also join the Coraline Symphony. One oh, day. Right, right. That'd so, be great. That uh, would be so yes, cool. Uh, this is, this is, I know, uh, I love, I love all of chamber music. Uh, music is going on at, at this institution over there. And the Coraline Symphony is uh, doing uh, chamber music as well. And of course, the orchestra, orchestra mm-hmm. uh, performances as well. So basically, yeah, let's make sure our city will be more and more famous in the whole world. Yes, right. yes. <laughs> well, we're it already, is already. It we is already. We already hit the exactly. hit the books for hottest real estate market. That's right. Oh, got people moving here like <laughs> <I> crazy. <know>. <laughs> <laughs> bigger we, audiences, bigger need, art supporters, and we need a big performance hall. We do. Yes. We need a big performance. Yes. That's what we need yep. next. Yes, exactly. Would love that. Well, this and Holly, you're te- you're you are teaching too. But are you at with? Have you been doing anything with the music conservatory or? Not yet, but that was it's something that I've been watching from the outside prior to taking on the position of as executive director was just seeing their initial stages of planning. You know, trying to get it going and everything. So, mm-hmm. and I'd always thought like, gosh, I really wish the symphony would just you know maybe have like a good partnership, a back and forth, because like the musicians there are training to essentially be in the, the symphony, symphony, right? Yes, so it's like, it course. makes sense to have this kind of back and forth. So it's something that I definitely want to touch base with them more myself, and especially mm-hmm. as an oboist too, um, for the few little oboes that may be in the area, you know, wanting to kind of take lessons and everything. Mm-hmm. But right. I definitely think if we had had that asset when I was, you know, my school age, I would have been all for it. And mm-hmm. I would have just like, yes, give, get me signed up for lessons, you know? So it's such a tremendous asset that this community is needed for so long. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, it's good to see. It's good to see us growing in the arts constantly here. It's great. We need more music. <laughs> yes, we all do. All the time, all the time. <laughs> well, to bring the whole world into Cordelin, yes. artistically speaking. Yes, yes. exactly. <laughs> exactly. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. It is. It's happening. It is. Happening. It is. It's happening. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we're yeah. slowly opening up and exactly. and the more live music will be happening. Right. Yes. We'll get our <laughs> theaters open and ugh. 
Yeah. Looking yeah. forward to it. <laughs> I'm, yes, you are. I am not. Yeah, no, I'm good. Well, we <laughs> certainly appreciate you guys making the time to come down and talk to us. Congratulations on your new job. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Look forward we to are... seeing the symphony in yep. all its glory and yep. watch you. Maestro. 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 Thank you very much. You are so, so excited. So what to... do you call you? Maestro Jan? It depends on you how you would like to call me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm just so so excited to make a music with wonderful musicians. And uh, mm. the first season opener is um, October. Op- yeah, like October first and second. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Yes. So. Oh, and when yeah. is when is your gala? That is the weekend after. So I believe that's the. Oh, if I could count correctly. In my head, like sixth, seventh, or so. But I, okay. exactly. But yes, that that will exactly be weekend after, and it, it'll be so much fun. So yeah, where do <laughs> they? Oh, and where do you get your tickets? So tickets, we're actually setting that up right now. Um, it will be through the Coeur d'Alene Symphony, um, mm-hmm. since we're kind of handling that aspect. Uh, mm-hmm. Coeur d'Alene Casino is helping us out with other things related to it, but we're uh-huh. gonna take. Uh, charge of tickets so, so probably on your website correct yeah we'll have that updated soon and everything mm-hmm. and just any questions any initial um kind of excitement about it anybody wanting to donate we're gonna have a silent auction and okay. paddle raise and such oh, so fun. anybody wanting to participate with that just give us a call at Great. the office and is it cdasymphony.org dot org yes okay mm-hmm. i yeah. never know if it's dot com because I, I go i go there all the time <laughs> you do i know yeah, exactly. Well, thank you yeah. so thank much for you coming. Thank you so much. Thank this you all for great. having us. Yeah. <laughs> thank you. Can't wait to hear the music. My favorite part of this this thing we're doing, this art cast, is getting to really know everybody in the community I that's know. involved in the arts. It's really fun. It is. <laughs> well, thank you for having so, us. It was yes. honor. Yes. <laughs> well, so I'm Allie. And I'm Callie. And whatever you do today, make, make sure it's creative. Did you know that right here in Coeur d'Alene, Idaho, we have one of the nation's premier anti-bullying programs for students? Since 2006, Stu Cabe and the Ovation Company has been helping students and educators reach their full potential by following this simple philosophy. Work hard, play fair, be kind. For more information on how to make your school a kinder place, visit www.ovationcompany.com. The Alley and Cali Artcast is brought to you by the Coeur d'Alene Arts and Culture Alliance and is sponsored by Scraps Barbecue, The Ovation Company, and Coeur d'Alene Portfolio Real Estate.